Hello, you're listening to a preview of a premium episode of Blockchain Reported. Katie, what are we going to talk about on the preview? Elmo. We've got some Elmo content. Elmo has been abused. Elmo has been abused. We're going to break some news on that. We're going to talk about Will Wheaton's response to it. And we're going to talk about uh, Jad Slayman update on this weird ongoing series of race controversies at WHYY. That's the preview. The full episode includes more talk about Will Whedon. You're really going to want to hear about Will Whedon. A lot going on there. And then we're also going to talk about Emily Gould's essay about divorce, desperation, mental health. We've got some thoughts on that. So if you want to hear all that, go to blockedreporter.org, where for just $5 and up a month, you can get three extra episodes just like this one every month. And uh, it is the best way to support us, I think, right? What else? That's it. That's it Don't right? buy merch. Just join the, join the program. Don't buy merch. Hope you enjoy the preview. Before we get into the guts of the episode, you also had a uh, Jad Slayman update. I do. Okay, so uh, yeah, we're going to quickly follow up on the ongoing personnel saga at WHYY, Philadelphia's public radio station. So before we do that, Jesse, why don't you give people just a quick reminder about what's been going on there? We produced a brilliant episode. I can't remember who led it. It was no way, to, no way to know, but it was great. Um, it was about Jad Slayman, who's this uh, Muslim. I see people mostly by their religion. Um, this uh, comedian who worked at a public radio station and basically got fired because he made jokes people in his office found offensive, particularly management. He made jokes. And he, he was not making the jokes in the office. Sorry, yeah, was, I told that story horribly. He was a stand-up comedian. <laughs> he was. We're doing not going to re-record this at at work. I mean, do you want me to explain it, or do you want me to? Explain I want it? you to do a good job. He was doing. <laughs> we both know that's not possible at this point. Um, yeah, he was sorry. He did stand up on the side, and um, folks should just listen to the episode. We got amazing audio of this like judge trying to explain his jokes and his station management end of the day he was reinstated to his job and this this was high stakes for him because he has health problems and he was fired under what seemed to be pretty ridiculous uh for lack of a better word cancel culture circumstances right so after going through this arbitration process with whyy jad got his job back at least briefly uh but something else came out of this so one of the complaints against Jad was that he used the term raghead in his act. Now, he's Arabic, born to a Muslim family. I don't know if he's actually a practicing Muslim, but he's... Yeah, I shouldn't he, have said that. Okay. He looks Muslim. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and He Jad feels and the, Muslim. <laughs> he does. And Jad and the union that represented him argued in this arbitration, like, basically, he's allowed to use the term raghead because he is himself a raghead. Uh, so, like, it's not offensive when you're referring to your own group, you know, the same way that I can call myself a dyke, you can call yourself a kike, you do do that. Do you you do can that? call me a kike, as you, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know how that fits in, but it happens a lot. And then, so, during this arbitration process, the union asked if that was allowed, like, our are in-groups allowed to use these in-group terms? Uh, and the WHYY executives were like, no, we never tolerate this. And then so Jad side played audio of another WHYY employee, a guy named Amir Richardson. He's a rapper. He performs as the Bull Bay in Philly. He's pretty well known in the Philly rap scene. He had a song on, oh, fuck, what is that TV show called? The one set in Philly about the school. It's really funny. Uh, you're asking me like a pop culture question. Abbott Elementary. Have you seen that? No, I see ads for it whenever I watch sports. Apparently America likes it because they have a lot of ads. Yeah. So, so uh, he's, a, he's a well-known rapper in Philly and he uses the N-word with impunity on his raps. So 
Dreadside plays this audio and WHYY was basically trapped at that point because they just said the Arabic guy can't use the term raghead and now they have tape of the black guy using the N-word. So afterwards, they demanded that Richardson, who I heard was a star employee at the station, they demanded that he take the offending raps off of social media. And rather than do that, he resigned. <laughs> this is so bizarre. This is like, it's just funny because it's sort of the natural endpoint of all this. Like, totally. you're making a black employee resign for his raps. Right. That's crazy. And apparently when Sarah Glover, she's the VP of News and Civic Dialogue at WHYY, after he resigned, she's also black, after he resigned she sent like an office-wide email saying goodbye to him and like wishing him well and our friend chad replied all and said that she forced him out oh god (laughs) anyway chad's no longer with the company um he uh he can't comment on the inner workings of whyy any longer um but there is a lot of drama over there in philly i mean i would guess that the next thing you know terry gross is going to be fired for calling herself a jewess yeah, there's like a lot of details we don't have, but I'm guessing WHYY is not exactly a wash in cash at the moment, and they seem to be spending a huge amount of time, I guess, policing their different employees of color's use of slurs against themselves. I just, I would love someone to do an accounting of how much money they've spent on this, because like, if you're going to donate to this station, it's probably going to like the N-word <laughs> d- defense fund or offense yeah. fund. Yeah. Right. I mean, what do you think about this? I, you know, I like, I think the whole thing is silly, but I think it's great. Everyone should be fired for every reason. You know how I feel. I mean, I do think if you have a rule, like nobody can say, use these racially loaded terms, you can't really make exceptions for people based on the color of their skin. Like if if the rule is you can't say the bad word, it's got to be nobody can say the bad word. I mean, there's such an obvious difference between using it as a racial slur to hurt somebody and using it in these contexts. You would think even a very dumb institution, which this appears to be, could understand that distinction. But um, this is actually this is justice. <laughs> right. So this seems. Yeah, this is all. This is stupid. Right. This is justice. Um well, I'm glad WHYY is making the world a better place. I mean, there is that question of like where we've said before, or I've said, if you're a journalist, yeah. There's going to be some limitations on what you can say publicly. I meant more like expressing political opinions. I'm not sure that applies to rap or stand-up comedy or that I should, but uh, this station appears to be imploding. Hopefully some more news will leak out and we can talk about it. Um, okay, before we before we finally get in them guts, I wanted to make one sort of correction. In our last premium episode I talked about, I just like was basically slopping the knobs of air traffic controllers. <laughs> you really it, were. I was like, oh, they're so awesome. Um, I was just talking about how like they're super professional, especially during emergencies. They keep their cool. A friend of the pod basically said that the idea that air traffic controllers are actually keeping planes are super hot. Are super hot. They're actually <laughs> dumb fat slobs. That's his records. Uh no, he just said that like the idea that they keep planes flying and in the air is overrated. And I'm I might have actually sort of known that. I don't think I phrased it well, but he sent us uh this 1997 article uh in the Atlantic that's interesting and just explains air traffic controllers are much more about efficiency, especially at high volume airports than actually keeping planes aloft. So let me actually add a link to that and uh I'm not sure we need to say anything more than that, right? Is that good? I, I think they're the only thing 
anything to say about it is I told you so. What do you mean you told me so? I told you that this that this was going to be a job that was going to be replaced by AI. And you were like, no, no, no. This takes creativity. This takes human ingenuity. It creativity. <laughs> you did. You did. You said they are the artist of the sky. <laughs> the artist? <laughs> no, skywriters. I said the skywriters are the artists of the sky. <laughs> okay, skywriters. Now, that might be a job that AI. Here's the direct quote of what I said. I'm reading it here on the transcript. I love air traffic controllers. I want to hug and kiss and snuggle with them. <laughs> but they're too busy saving lives. Nothing about being artists. Uh, you did You did seem to think that this was like the last job that could be replaced by I, AI, which struck me as stupid at the time. But, you know, I let it I pass. don't. Okay. These are separate issues, but we don't, neither of us knows anything about this. I'll, I'll link to the <laughs> thing. Let's talk about a true artist, Will Wheaton. Katie, if I say that name, ignoring the last couple of weeks, three weeks ago, what would you have said? If I asked you to just respond to the name Will Wheaton. Who? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Will Wheaton played a minor character on Star Trek The Next Generation. He has been blogging forever and is a nerd. And I sort of associate him with Gamergate because my brain is broken. But he's always been like staunchly on the side of um, social justice and goodness. He has some kind of streaming CBS show. He's very online. 1.2 million Instagram followers. More than half a million on Facebook. Whatever that is. I didn't check Blue Sky or Threads because even I have certain limits in terms of what I'll expose myself to. Are you active on either of those? No. I dip my toe in every once in a while and then quickly back away. Blue Sky is a very, very bad place. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's like the um, gulag guards all hanging out. It, it's just creepy. Uh, I reviewed some of his old uh, Gamergate era output, and he's this very specific type of poster who will constantly poke hornet's nest over and over and over. And then he'll be like, where did all these hornets come from? This is unfair. That reminds me of somebody. Shut up. All right, Katie, <laughs> read these screenshots I've shared with you. And, and PAX is like a video game conference. This is Will Wheaton. He says, I really hope there's some serious discussion at hashtag PAX about the cesspool of misogyny that's trying to ruin gaming. As they say, the comments on any article about feminism justify the need for feminism. Grow up, boys. Women are people. Get used to it. This is very, this reminds me of Dave Roberts. It's like you have plugged into something that you can tweet milk. maybe several you times can milk a year. forever. Yes. Like giant, giant titty that you could just keep milking. Social justice titties. And it'll, it will like almost certainly go viral and make you look like one of the good ones as uh, Freddie DeBoer would put it. And we can talk about how bad Twitter is now. And it is bad as evidenced by the fact that I just... If I'd wanted to last night, I could have watched two hours of Alex Jones interviewing Brett Weinstein. Uh, <laughs> Can you believe that uh, shit? We don't need to go there. We don't need to go there. There but, are certain people who have like really turned in to the things that they're to the people their critics said they were all, all along. Alex Jones to me is in like a whole category of like he's just he's plain evil. Some of the shit he's done, it's so it's so far beyond like Oh, I think he's fun. Oh. Except for the whole Sandy Hook thing. That was Except for the whole Sandy Hook thing. Um, but w- this reading these Will Whedon things reminded me of, in many ways, Twitter was actually much worse. And you're addressing this with the fill-in host. Like, is it good that Twitter no longer has these influence? So this tweet, as they say, the comments on any article about feminism justify the need for feminism. Grow up, boys. Women are people. Get used to it. More than 2,000 retweets. That's crazy. This is the sort of thing that, like, when somebody tweets that, you know that he has a woman locked up in his basement. I know. I know. Yeah. I mean, we we can't say that with certainty. We're being ironic, but he does, obviously. Like, You're being ironic. I know. I should say, like, for, for defamation purposes, we're not saying Will Wheaton does have a woman locked up, chained to a radiator <laughs> in his basement, right? We're not saying that. We're also not saying he doesn't. We're not saying he doesn't, because that could also be its own form of defamation. Right. <laughs> exactly. 
against the woman. Um, so yeah, just endless posting designed to get people mad about him. Um, unfortunately, I'm going to ask you to read one more thing. I made like the biggest mistake I made was going to his Facebook page, which I had to do for the story. It might be the worst Facebook page I've ever seen. Like I'd rather go to the Der, Der Sturmer Facebook page. Just read this one post from January 31st, the top two paragraphs. If I cared any less about the NFL, it would take effort. I get that it's massively popular, and for some of its fans, quote, I like football is their entire personality. Good for them. Sincerely, it's just not my thing. But I love and admire Taylor Swift, which is the only reason I know that the Chiefs had some kind of huge comeback against Detroit, and they're going to the superb owl against the team. I can't remember, and you don't need to identify. Edit. Whoops. I mix up the two playoff games. I still don't care. He's like, this reminds me of the people who talk about how they don't have a TV, but they watch five hours of TV a night on their laptop. It's also like um, him and his circles. I like football is their entire personality. Will Whedon built an entire online brand out of being a minor character on Star Trek uh-huh. The Next Generation. It's it's just so like obnoxious. It's, it, Dave Roberts is exactly right. Dave Roberts is like Will Whedon light. Um, anyway, Will was traumatized by something very troubling that happened recently. Um, and no, this is not a mass shooting or Gaza-related. It's much worse than that. Larry David strangled Elmo on the Today Show a couple weeks ago. (laughs) I assume you saw this clip, this horrific violent act. Of course. Of course I did. Whedon posted a long Facebook post. I couldn't possibly read in its entirety. I think Shakespeare in the Park is going (laughs) to do a treatment of it this coming summer. I have to read a little bit of it. The context here is that Whedon had an abusive dad, which sucks. Nobody, not even Will Whedon, should have an abusive dad. Apparently, (laughs) Jesus Christ. I didn't say that. I didn't laugh. Katie, come on. We're trying to to be better. Remember, we're trying to be better people this year. (laughs) Did we make that agreement? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) You were high. Um, Apparently, seeing Elmo get briefly, man, we should just. Can we just reflect as all this is happening? Elmo is a fuzzy red immortal puppet, right? He he's actually somebody's arms. I mean, technically, he's somebody. <laughs> wait, is that like they have like a growth defect? That's just what their arm looks like, or you mean the no, puppet? I saw. I was at a. I went to a public radio conference, and and some of the was Sesame he the, the keynote? Were there. He he was he was it was actually Cookie Monster was the keynote. There are only two um, genders. But, <laughs> But uh, you, so I actually saw what they are, and they are people's arms. This had been a, a mystery to you before that. You didn't know what Elmo was. I didn't know what part of the body. I'd like. I, is it <laughs> I thought it was a dick. I thought you know, it was a like, giant a, penis. But dicks, nobody's dick is that big, Jesse. Come on. How big is Elmo's dick? Uh, you saw him. He doesn't have a butt. Oh, they should introduce the bottom half of Elmo and have him get That's reunited. What tickle me, <laughs> it's Elmo. A giant about. swinging red fuzzy dick. Um, let me just read part of this post. I'm going to try to read it with a straight face, with the gravity it deserves. <clears throat> So I heard about Larry David assaulting Elmo on live television. That's it. That is the preview you get. I hope you liked it. If you want to hear the whole thing, go to blockedreport.org. Sign up for just $5 a month and up. Best deal in media. Thank you. Goodbye.